All right, if you clicked into this video or you're listening to this podcast, you may be wondering, hey, how do I get into overlanding, right? There are tons of videos out there on YouTube. There's tons of podcasts out there talking about it. I've been doing it for about five or six years now, so I did kind of want to dive in a little bit and actually give you a checklist, right? So if you are brand new and you want to know how do I get into overlanding, or if you've been doing it for a little while, but you're still kind of just winging it and your trips aren't as ideal as you'd like them to be, hopefully this video slash podcast will give you a good checklist and a good solid foundation to make sure that your trips are just the best that they can be. So again, whether you're brand new or if you've been doing it for a little while, this episode should be helpful for you. So let's get into the ultimate checklist for starting your overlanding adventures. Alright guys, so as I mentioned in the intro, today I'm talking about how to get started in overlanding. And specifically, I'm going to be walking you through a full checklist of like the most important things that you just have to do to make sure you have the best trip possible. So, but let's get into the ultimate checklist for your next overlanding adventure. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Alright, so the first part is going to be preparation and planning. Before you hit the road, there are a few things that you need to take care of to make sure that you have a successful trip. So, what should you do first? First things first, your vehicle is your biggest investment and also the most important part of your setup. If your vehicle breaks down or you have some sort of an issue on the road, it can ruin your whole trip. And you may have to leave it behind, which then again is going to leave you abandoned because it has everything you need to survive. When talking about your vehicle, obviously maintenance is key, right? So making sure that you've had an oil change, making sure you check all your fluids. Do you have windshield washer fluid? I will tell you on one of my recent trips here, it was sort of salty, salted roads. It was snowing. I have really big tires on my truck, so it was throwing rooster tailing water up on my windshield and my side windows, and my windows kept getting, you know, covered in salt. And so I was having issues seeing out of the truck, and it was kind of becoming a little bit dangerous. And then at one point, it actually wasn't because I ran out of fluid, because I did check my fluids, uh, but my windshield wipers actually froze, and I couldn't spray windshield washer fluid, so I kept having to stop every hour or two at a gas station to wipe off my windows and try and thaw out my, my windshield washer sprayers. Um, but again, it could just as easily have been that I forgot to fill my fluid and I actually need windshield washer fluid and I'm out. So check all that stuff, check your coolant, you know, check all your fluids. Normal maintenance stuff that you would do for a vehicle before you go out on a big trip is always going to be your first and foremost thing that you need to do. Depending on your vehicle too, if you have like common breakdown areas or, you know, you have a type of vehicle that sometimes will go through CV axles or things like that, like bring some spares with you, bring some tools, bring some parts so that just in case if something does happen, you are prepared on your trip. All right, so next, choosing your route. This is super important, right? You need to decide on your route. You need to do a little bit of research and know the road conditions. Know what the weather's going to be like. Are there any potential hazards? Is there flooding? Are roads closed? Are there, you know, gates closed over the trail that you're going to be taking? Make sure you bring maps and a device with you. A lot of times, most of us nowadays are kind of reliant on GPS. 
to get us around. But sometimes you may either have a malfunction or your battery may die or you may not have downloaded the maps for the area that you're in and then you get out there and you're kind of lost. So a nice thing is to go online, find the area that you're going to be at and download a paper map or buy a paper map for that area as a redundant backup. Just something that you're going to have, especially if it's a place that you're going to go to quite a bit. It's never bad to have a physical map so that worst case, if everything else fails, you've got a backup. But again, by planning your route, by figuring out kind of where you want to go, and you know, part of overlanding is the adventure, right? The exploration. So don't feel like you have to literally plan out every single turn and road that you're going to take, but have a good idea of where you're going to be. Let people know that you're going to be there so that they know when to expect you to be in a different area and have something like a Garmin inReach and things like that so that if you did get off the grid and something broke or you got lost, again, people know where you are on your route, but you also have a way to call for like an SOS or some sort of emergency. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. These services. So then next, get your gear, right? Like this is one of those things that I still four or five years later, I still struggle with this sometimes where I get really excited about that trip at the last minute and I don't go through my checklist. Um, again, I will put a link in the description below. I have a super basic little checklist that I use for every trip where I will throw in, I will literally the week or two before the trip, I'm sitting there and I'm thinking through my gear, like what do I need to bring with me? Do I need this battery bank? Do I need a chainsaw? Do I need an ax or a shovel? What do I need to bring with me? Do I need diesel fuel? Do I need my diesel heater? What all do I need to bring? What kind of food am I gonna cook? What kind of food do I need to get at the grocery store? Do I have water? You know, there's so many things that you have to think about and so many pieces of gear that oftentimes having sort of a checklist like a Google Sheet or something like that is just the best way to go, but then make sure you use it. Again, that's been my downfall. I make the whole thing, I spend all this time on it, I get close and I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I packed all that stuff, let's go. You get out there and you don't have your diesel heater, you know, power cable or something and then you're freezing to death every night for your whole trip. So definitely, definitely make sure you check your gear, make a list, check it twice. Another thing that I don't think a lot of people think about is insurance. And actually, this is something that I am probably underinsured as well. Um, but I've been thinking about it a lot recently because on a trip a couple weeks ago, we actually kind of got in sort of blizzard conditions and there were like 50 cars that went off the road, a bunch of pileups and things like that. We kind of got a little sketchy at one point, kind of lost control a little bit, managed to keep it on the road and everything. But then I was thinking, you know, I'm pretty sure that my insurance company right now thinks that I drive a bone stock Nissan Frontier, not a fully built up overland rig with, you know, thousands of dollars worth of gear from a rooftop tent to, you know, all kinds of stuff that's on the truck. Um, so, you know, check with your insurance company. That's a great conversation just to have because the worst thing that could happen is you go out, you get so excited. Let's say, God forbid, something happens. And then all of a sudden your whole truck is gone and you're, you've lost all this money and it's just a big loss. So again, that's a thing that I don't think many people talk about. So I wanted to bring it up as an important point, whether you're brand new or whether you've been doing this for a while, think about your insurance, check with your insurance company, make sure that all your stuff is insured so that at least if something happens, you could replace it. So by preparing and planning ahead of time, it'll help you have a better trip. If you think through those checklist items that I just gave you, that'll make your trip even better from the start. All right, so next part, essential gear for overlanding. Now that you've kind of checked off the basics, you've thought through everything before your trip, what are the essential pieces of gear that you need to bring with you to make sure that you have a great trip? Now, obviously some of these are gonna be pretty basic and there's also a lot of options as well, right? So like shelter, 
is one of the first things that you need to think about. Whether it's a tent or a hammock or a rooftop tent or a swag tent, you know, there's a million different options out there for different sleep setups. So depending on your budget, on your comfort, on what you prefer, if you're utilizing gear that you've already got versus maybe, you know, you've outfitted your whole rig and you've got all these things ready to get you out there and, and independent, right, and relying on your rig, you just need to make sure that it's in good shape, that you don't have, you know, missing pieces. If you're using a ground tent, make sure you bring your strings and your, your stakes so that you can stake it down. Make sure that you don't forget important pieces of your tent that may prevent you from setting it up when you get there. Same with a hammock. Don't forget your tree straps, right? Don't forget the stuff that you're going to need for that. Um, another thing is your sleeping bag and if necessary like a pad, right? Maybe you sleep on a cot. Maybe you sleep again in a rooftop tent and all you need is your sleeping bag. Cool. Sleep is one of the most underrated things I think when overlanding. A lot of us, we just sort of survive, right? But it's not super comfortable. But then you're going to be tired the next day when you hit the road and start hitting trails. It gives you a lot more risk because you are doing things when you're tired, when you should be rested. So thinking about your sleep and making sure you've got an appropriate sleeping bag, pillow, all the stuff that you need to be comfortable will then make the rest of your trip more enjoyable. And then next, stove or cooking setup, right? Again, you could be someone that's almost like a backpacker and you just want to do like freeze-dried meals and boil some water and pour them in a bag and eat that. If that's the case, again, maybe all you need is like a little jet boil or something like that. If you are more of like a full-fledged like gourmet cook, then you're going to need a fridge, you're going to need a bunch of different types of food, you're going to need a bunch of cooking gear, cutting boards, a stove, all that sort of stuff. But you want to make sure that you kind of run through that, you know what you need, and you get it packed up and ready to go on your trip as well. So then next, one of the most important things, recovery gear, right? Whether you're going on a solo trip or going with friends, I will give you a perfect example. On my last trip, I got out there and we got into some really deep snow, maybe like two feet of deep snow, and I was kind of working my way in and out of it, and I got stuck. And then everybody's like, okay, no problem. Uh, well, let's use your winch. My winch didn't work. So then on top of that, then they were like, I was like, no problem. I got a strap. I got D-rings. We're good to go. I'll just have you pull me out go to look for it. I've got my strap, but at one point I had taken the, the shackles out. I have soft shackles and I have some metal D-rings. I had taken them out to do a video comparing the two, right? Soft shackles versus D-rings. And I never put them back in my bag and I didn't check it before I left. So then all of a sudden I'm like, hey buddy, do you have it? And luckily, you know, one of my friends had the stuff that we needed and we got me out. But I wasn't prepared and this was recent. This was like a few weeks ago. So again, make sure you check your recovery gear, make sure that you've got everything, make sure you know how to use it, that you're trained on it, that you you know have watched some videos or that you've taken some classes and things like that. So you can be safe when using your recovery gear, but don't forget it at home or it won't do you any good. Another one that I think people don't talk about enough is first aid, right? I am by no means any sort of like EMT or anything like that. I'm not going to be like doing sutures and tourniquets and things like that on the trail probably, but at least having a first aid kit to give you some options if you were to get hurt. I have nicked myself with an axe before. I have cut myself with a knife before. I've got a cut on my finger right there from just this last trip from a paper cut from a piece of cardboard from a box that I was taking with me that had some gear in it. So you never know when something's going to happen, but at least if you have a first aid kit, then you'll have some options and you'll have some things that you could use to, you know, staunch, to stop some bleeding or to do things to keep yourself. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the icon of vacations. Icon of the seas. Arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry Bahamas. Safe.
All right, so that was my sort of checklist, the bare bones basics, the things that you need to think through every trip that you go on. And again, as people that are more experienced, as people that have done this a little bit, it can get really easy to start to overlook that stuff. It can get really easy, like I mentioned in several of my stories, to forget your recovery gear or to forget your diesel heater power cord or, you know, those little things. So, but by kind of sticking to this checklist every single time, then it makes sure that that time that you've expended to go out on that trip, the driving that you've done, the time that you set aside, maybe time that you took off work, uh, is put to good use, right? That you have a great, amazing trip instead of a potentially disastrous one where things are just terrible, right? It all kind of comes down to planning and following a checklist. But then when you go on that trip, then your memories are better, your experience is better, and you're safer, right? So again, I hope that that was helpful for you. If it was and you're on YouTube, click that like button. If you are listening on the podcast, Check out the description down below for other ways to connect. I'd love to see you over on Facebook or Instagram or, again, on the YouTube channel. Uh, so wherever you want to hang out, I'm here for you guys. Also in the description below is a link to my Patreon group. That group is growing all the time. It's full of awesome people. We talk about our builds and our gear and stuff. So if that sounds like something you'd be into, definitely check that out. And then last but not least, the Newbie Overlanders Facebook group. Totally free to join. Tons and tons of awesome people in there. New builds, new questions every day. So tons of great information in there for everybody from newbies to experienced folks. Um, so again, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening if you're on the podcast. Appreciate you guys. And I hope you have a great week and we'll see you next time. Thank you.